the James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. Buongiorno, buonasera. Eh, quasi sera. Eh, very buonasera. How are you? How are you, James? Good. Very you good. look terrific. Younger. I feel pretty good. So I uh, feel great to see you. And I'm excited to talk to you about the 2017 vintage in the Lange and what you think about your Barolos and Barbarescos. Um, what do you think about the vintage in general? I think that the vintage in general in in uh, in Barolo, basically mm -hmm. Barolo and Barbaresco both, but mainly in Barolo, uh, was uh, a vintage that uh, we should uh, uh, consider like one of the most unique uh, of the last, uh, I would say, 10, 12 years. Uh, it has been extremely hot during the summer. But uh, thank God the Nebbiolo is a kind of vine that has roots, which are able to go very deep into the, uh, into the soil. And uh, when you have uh, the, um, the, the, the marne, how do you say marne? Uh, when you have the clay, as we do in Saralunga or in Monforte, uh, there's always some moisture, always some humidity deep down in the clay. And the character of the, of the roots being able to go deep, they were able to get some moisture and some water and some, uh, some freshness. So they did not suffer as other grapes in other regions where soils have a little more sand and are more superficial. When, when you have a superficial soil with the kind of heat that we have, uh, the, vegeta the vegetation in, in August risks to stop. And this is what yeah. happened in, in some other regions of, of Italy and with some other variety. Uh. With us, it was a perf perfection. I'm gonna add something else. That mm -hmm. Towards the end of August, um, we had uh, quite a few rainstorms, uh, quite big one as well. And that has helped uh, in two ways. First, um, the temperature have dropped a little bit. And second, uh, the extreme dry drought that we had in August disappeared and there was some more humidity. That kind of weather change had caused nights being cooler than uh, in, the, in, in, a, in a given uh, hot vintage. Days were warm, but not over humid. And that was a, 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 a crucial point for us to, um, to be happy and to enjoy another great vintage. Because I, I, yeah, go ahead. I, so I've tasted, uh, we've tasted probably a, almost 300 Barolos and Barbarescos from the vintage in the last three weeks. And, and we're what's impressing about the wines 
is yes, there's um, plenty of fruit, but they're very tannic and have very good structure and they're very fresh. And, you know, when you, when you thought about the growing season, you were thinking it might be like 2003, but it's nothing like that. It's a really classic vintage, even more classic and powerful than 16 or 15 in terms of the tannins, no? Um, the, I, I totally agree with you. I was applauding because yeah. I heard uh, some of your colleagues saying, forget about 2017 in Piemonte. Um, it's the usual bullshit. You know, when, when some region in Italy uh, don't have the kind of high class, uh, the people trying to, to say Italy was bad in that bit, which is not the case in, 20, in 2017 for Barolo. I guess yeah. that, that that little, that little uh, cha weather changes that we had at the end of August, yeah. beginning of December, uh, were the one responsible to have wines with tannins, with freshness, with still fruit and wines that are not cooked. No, not at all. Not you even know, close. It was not like 20, it was not like 2003. It was not yeah, like other like it. I yeah. am extremely confident personally that that 2017 will catch the attention of the wine lovers because it's not a difficult vintage to enjoy. You know, no. it, it's, I, I wouldn't say it's ready, as you no. say, there are tannins in there, but the tannins are ripened. There is fruit, there is complexity, and there is a certain aging potential that in the hot vintages you normally don't have. I totally so agree. We are extremely pleased. Um, I would say that uh, we, we have been doing a lot of comparative tasting, uh, 17 versus 16 or versus 15. Mm -hmm. uh, recently, because we are starting to to release the, the 2017 internally, and we are extremely pleased. I don't know if uh, 17 sometimes could be even better than 16. In some yeah, cases. I agree. In, okay. in fact, um, some producers are better, but I totally agree with you that uh, that it's certainly on the same level as 15, 16. So, but it's only different in character in the, what I would say, stronger tannins. And, yes, I uh, think it's closer to 15 than 16, because 15 yeah. was a little bit tighter, a little bit acid, yeah. a little bit tannic in, in structure. Yeah. And 17, more or less, is the same thing. But, but it was a, it's a really um, exciting year and, and, uh, and a big surprise, because I'm sure a lot of people haven't tasted them. So like you said, they just assumed that it was a hot and dry year. So uh, uh, Nebbiolo couldn't be uh, so outstanding, but they're wrong. I guess they haven't tasted the wines we have, and we're very bullish about the vintage. We think it's another excellent year. And honestly, we're totally surprised. It was like, whoa, hold on. Like, yeah, they said it was really good. I, I didn't think it was possible, and they're, they're excellent. And not just you, yeah. everyone we've tasted. I thought that your Barbarescos were again at the same level as your Barolos. I have the 17 Barbaresco. And again, what's interesting is the wine has plenty of, uh, besides fruit, but lots of like tar and hazelnut and dried flowers, which again, very complex, no sense of really, you know, a hot growing season. 
It must have been this August. We uh, we have uh, been uh, very conscious in the last uh, ten years always uh, about our vineyards, about the the vineyard management, about how we manage our vineyards. We have an agronomist that is with us since 19 years, and he is doing a super job in the vineyards. It's really, it's really uh, doing something special. When, when Du Bourdieu was still alive, mm. and you remember that Du Bourdieu was a guy well. of the vineyards, uh, as well as a guy of the cellar. Uh, and, and Denis was extremely happy when he was uh, walking our vineyards in Barolo and in Barbaresco because he was complimenting our agronomist on how well he was managing uh, the mother nature in the vineyards. We are not organic, we are not, uh, but we are organic because the way we deal, the way we grow our grapes in our vineyards, it almost like being organic. I don't wanna be any, have uh, any certification of going through any of those bullshits. But mm-hmm. uh, most of the job, most of the work, which we have, which has been done at Pio Cesar in the last five, six, seven years was done in the vineyard. And in the cellar, we have reduced a lot the use of oak. We have reduced yeah. a lot the use of French oak. We have uh, reduced a lot the use of barrique. We have uh, reduced a lot the use of uh, burning and toasting too yeah, much toasting. barrels. Uh, we are using bigger, bigger cask. We are taking the, the wine out of the wood much sooner than than in previous years, uh, and that's why we have a lot of fruit, a lot of red fruit, and not black fruit. Yeah, and I, and I think that the viol is all about that. Ibrico. So ex- ah. Look, I have Ibrico, and. Uh-huh. Uh, years 2017 i put exactly at the same level as 16 and 15 which were all fantastic wines and i have to say that and you know it's crazy it really has that goudiron the tar and asphalt character like classic nebbiolo and then it has roses too really intense when once once uh, once you're able to pick uh pick a nebbiolo in the right moment uh, there, there are no other elements which are not the classic one, the roses, the violets, uh, the the berries, and uh, I mean, it's all about fruit. The biolo is not power, the biolo is not complexity, the biolo is not overpowering wine. The biolo no. is, is uh, like, a, like a strong woman with a lot of finesse. The Barolo classical is very sort of cool fruits to it. If you served it, no one would ever think it's from a, it was from a um, hot and dry year in the summer. And it has lots of blackberry and cherries and violets and powerful tannins, but very polished tannins and fine and just they, pure. They, they're clean on the mouth. Yeah, it's really clean. They match to me. They match very well with the super uh, super clean fruit. So tannins yes. and clean fruit uh, are, are getting along uh, together extremely well and manage each other. Was it other. was it difficult to uh, so with seventeen? Did you cut back on the macerations um, during oh, of the? Uh, yeah. Of so because you, you knew they were quite 
charged with talent. Well, so we, we, started, we started the rain in the beginning of the year. So uh, with that, that amount of rain, we, uh, we started early to do the grain pruning and reduce the yields. But, you know, reducing the yields is no longer a fact. It's no longer no. a news because everybody's doing that. If we would ever reach uh, the maximum allowed by the Appalachian, which is 8,000 uh, 8, kilos per hectare, we will never be able to make wine of that status. The Ornato is crazy because the tannins, you don't see them at first, and then it just grows on the finish. And, and, and it's spread across the palate. Like you, it's not chewy, but the whole wine is chewy where the tannins just integrate into the wine. They, and then just a real purity and has that crushed stone character that you get from that side of um, the region. I am happy to hear that because my, my impression was, uh, is an ornato that starts in an easy way. And then exactly. the more it goes, the, the more it becomes a Ralunga style uh, wine. Yeah. Uh, and it, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, terrify the mouth in, uh, at the beginning, uh, which is a good sign for me because yeah. in some vintages, a big powerful Nebbiolo from Serralunga is standing from the first sight and for the first moment that the wine gets in the mouth. Exactly. And then we have the Moscone. 15 was the first, 16 was the second, and 17 is the third. Moscone seemed to have slightly uh, more finesse than the Ornato. It was very yes, typical. Sir. And that's a really, you know what, now we're talking about it. That's a really good sign that the vintage is fantastic because the terroirs are really coming through the typical style, right? Correct. See the longer, uh, richer, when you come, bigger uh, tannins. When you will come uh, visiting us again, I want to take you walking in. Uh, I want to take you walking in in Moscone and walking in Ornato. And when you are on top yeah, of Moscone, difference. you can see the Ornato at 250 meters to the next level of hills. And the, the two regions are very narrow and close to each other, but they are completely different. Moscone to us is a cool Barolo, cool in terms of uh, temperature, no, not in terms of temperature, <clears throat> but in terms of, of freddo. You know what freddo means. It comes yeah. out slowly and slowly. It has finesse. It has elegance, uh, while Ornato has got more bold uh, character. Oh, I totally agree. And uh, you, I, I've been to Moscone uh, years back uh, with people like um, Contello Fantino. Yeah, and also a Clerico and um, and yes. what's his name? Um, who has the who has the winery just below Moscone um, and Elio uh, Grasso? Elio, no, Grasso. Elio yeah, Grasso, Elio Grasso, Grasso. and. You know, it's much higher. It's the it's on the other side. It's on so Ginestra, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly, Ginestra. So cool, so cooler and but finer. He has, a, he has a small piece next to us uh, at Moscone, which is just as good as the one that we have. 
what I like is there is they're really both super. They really just so, show their real character and so different. That's what we're looking for. Is the you know you really these all have GPS on the bottle and they're really when you taste them you know that those special vineyards are giving this fantastic character. So I'm very excited about all the wines, but particularly those two wines. So listen, I yeah, listen, I. I got to run. So um, I have an interview with a journalist, but, you know, good work on the 17s. And thanks for the insight. I didn't know about August. And that must have made the difference because, I, I, you know, I tasted so many wines already, 300 wines. And there's just some fantastic wines in 17. So three great vintages, 15, 16, 17. We look forward to reading your comments on the different wines. Okay, and, I feel. Uh, we look forward to have uh, the the permit of traveling and coming to Hong Kong and sit down in the restaurant and have a great dinner with you and Marie. Grazie. And also, me friend. too. Ci vediamo Thank in you. Alba. All the Tanti, best. Alba. All the best from everybody here. Ciao. Anche noi, grazie. Ciao, Carlo. Ciao. Ciao.